you know, everything's going to work out the way it's supposed to. Um, and just really, like Mikey said, enjoy your time here because it, it, it goes by quick. For a platform for greatness and change through one great mind at a time, you're in the right place at Mattis Students Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Mattis Students Podcast. Get excited for today's episode because we have two juniors studying econ. They're both mentors and selected members at Sales and Trading and Asset Management Club, both portfolio analysts at Capital Management Club. They're super amazing and hardworking and kind. So excited to welcome Michael and Will. Thank you guys for being here. Rose, thank you for having us. Um, I'm Michael. I'll start with the introduction. Um, I'm originally from Boston, Massachusetts, but I came to the University of Wisconsin because I knew I wanted that Big Ten atmosphere. Uh, and additionally, my dad went here for undergrad and med school, so I think that was a really big draw for me to come here. Um, both my parents met studying abroad, so I decided to pursue an economics major and a Spanish major at the University of Wisconsin. And uh, when I came to campus, I knew I wanted to get involved. So I joined the Capital Management Club. Uh, in sophomore year, I was actually selected into the Sales and Trading and Asset Management Club, as well as the Investment Banking Club. Uh, and I joined Theta Chi Fraternity. Um, so I've been really involved on campus and was fortunate enough to uh, land an internship in venture capital this past summer. And then I'm looking forward to working at Deutsche Bank and their investment bank next summer. And I'm, I'm Will Fetting. I'm from Marshfield, Wisconsin, originally. Um, similar to Michael, I really wanted to, that Big Ten atmosphere. Um, and being from Wisconsin, naturally, this, this school was the only place for me. Uh, my mom went here. And when I got to campus, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I knew econ would open up a lot of doors um, and give me a lot of opportunities for my future. And so with that, I kind of got on the business route and, and a little more of a finance route, joining um, Capital Management Club, where I was mostly f focused on equities. Um, I did a group stock pitch with Michael as my mentor. Um, and then after that, I knew I wanted to, you know, look into some different asset classes. And so with that, um, I applied for and was selected into the Sales and Trading Asset Management Club. Um, and through that, you know, I've, I've got to learn more about different asset classes and follow um, different types of capital markets, which has been really beneficial for my um, career. Um, and then this last summer, I interned at Spectrum Brands in their treasury department, um, and I was fortunate enough this last spring to recruit um, and ultimately land a position at J.P. Morgan um, in their sales and trading division um, in New York City. But yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, talking about my experiences. Yes, thank you so much, guys, for sharing that with us. You're, you both are majoring in econ. What made you, I know you touched on this a little bit, but what made you pursue econ as a major specifically, and what do you think sets econ apart from other majors? Definitely, yeah. Um, I can start with that. But um, when I came to campus, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I knew that I enjoyed the public markets. So I picked econ as a major and wanted to take some more math classes. And what I also liked about econ was it gave me availability to um, take other Spanish classes, and I thought it would be a good path for me for the rest of college. And after taking Econ 101 with David Johnson, I think that really set the pace for me to continue with the major. And I've really enjoyed all the Econ classes that I've taken throughout my time at UW-Madison. And um, it's a really highly ranked major uh, across the United States at UW-Madison. So I think that also you know, helped me make my decision. But 
I think for me, what kind of set apart the econ major was just the variability of classes and the ability to have such a wide selection of upper level econ classes to take. Um, I think that's kind of what led me to the econ major. And I think that's what really sets it apart. Yeah, kind of just to mirror what Mikey said, I don't want to um, be too repetitive, but very similar things. I think with me specifically, the econ major really helped me out when I was recruiting um, and interviewing because as we've seen in these past couple of months, um, the Fed and what the Fed does with interest rates has been um, the main market driver. And so being able to talk about that intelligently um, in my interviews, because I had that economic background, um, I think really set me apart. And it's something that, um, you know, if younger students are looking for a major that kind of encompasses a lot of different um, walks of life, and it has a lot of, um, you know, real world applicability, I think economics is a great place to start with that. Yes, I love that. Thank you guys again for sharing that. I I wanted to get into, you guys said what some of the organizations you're a part of, but I wanted you guys to get more into that. What made you interested? Like I know Mikey is part of Investment Banking Club. You as well, like Badger Volunteers. I just wanted you guys to get more into the organizations so that our audience know more about them. Definitely. Um, yeah, so I, I joined the Capital Management Club my freshman year. I think this is a really great stepping stone for anyone who's in the business school or outside the business school who has an interest in finance and the public markets. I think it's a really great club to learn about finance and the markets as well as get that hands-on learning experience through doing a stock pitch as well as a solo pitch, which gives you the path to become a portfolio analyst. And I think the Capital Management Club was a great place for me to start freshman year. That opened the doors for me to network with people in both STAM and Investment Banking Club. And so uh, sophomore year, I still wasn't fully sure what I wanted to do. Um, so I went for STAM as well as IBC, and I was fortunate enough to get into both clubs. And then um, I think I got really good learning experience through both of those by doing a bond pitch in STAM as well as, you know, weekly meetings in IBC, learning about technical prep and keeping up to date with the markets. And I think those are really, you know, beneficial experiences that helped me through my recruiting process. Yeah, and kind of to go off of that, um, you know, I, I 100% agree with what Mikey said. And for me, I'm I'm in STAM and I'm in CMC, but I'm also um, a part of Badger Volunteers. And volunteering and giving back to the community has always been something that's really important to me. Um, it's something that I personally value. And so, you know, in high school, um, I, it was uh, I volunteered at the Ronald McDonald House. Um, and so I wanted to find ways to give back to the community once I got to college. And I think Badger Volunteers naturally was a great place for me to start with that. Um, I am a tutor at Goodman Community Center um, in East Madison. And so um, when I volunteer, you know, once a week, I would go to East Madison um, and spend time with students. And it, I really was able to, um, you know, build a strong relationship with these middle school students. And I could tell how much um, they really appreciated having someone younger there just to teach them and help them with their schoolwork, but also just kind of be a mentor um, and, a, and a leader in their in their community and someone they can look up to. Yes, I appreciate you guys sharing that with us. And this is going to be an exciting question because Michael is interning at Deutsche Bank this summer, like you mentioned, and Will is interning at J.P. Morgan. And these are super amazing, just like astonishing opportunities they've gotten. I wanted you guys to go like describe it a little more and also tell me I was wondering like what pushed you guys to pursue these positions where a lot of the students think because it's super competitive or other reasons that they think they wouldn't even want to apply for them because it wouldn't be possible you know with my background um, I come from a rural city 
um, and community in, in central Wisconsin. And so naturally not a lot of people go into finance um, from where I'm from. And so when I came to campus, it definitely was something that I never pictured myself being able to work for a company like JP Morgan. Um, and even with when I first got to campus, I had no um, intentions of, of, you know, working in finance. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, as I mentioned. Um, but I joined some clubs and I really found some mentors. So the, the relationships that I made um, with other students, like like Mikey himself helped me so much. The relationships, um, I can't I can't stress the importance enough of, you know, finding and surrounding yourself with good people who are driven um, and who will help you push you to your goals. Um, and I think that I, I did that in college and that's that's why I'm in the position I am today. Um, but I wouldn't be here without without the support and the help of of my peers. And so I'm, I'm forever grateful for them. Yeah, I would definitely echo off of that. I think the relationship aspect is super important. I think in my time in CMC as a freshman, that's where I was really exposed to some of the upperclassmen in clubs like STAM and IBC. And I think that was a great place for me to network with them. And then you know, through my time when I joined IBC and STAM, they were there for me throughout the whole entire process. And so I think that having those upperclassmen that you see as role models and mentors and you see that these people can achieve these internships, I think it definitely gives you um, like uh, a light of hope that you can achieve the same thing. And I think when you have them, you know, being your mentor, they're texting you, you know, having those strong mentors is what really like kept me through it. Thank you so much for sharing that insight. I'm wondering, I know you touched on this a little bit through your answer, but can you just give one or two more advice to sophomore or freshmen that are going through the recruiting process? Yeah, I think I can start. Um, when I when I started recruiting, um, I didn't I didn't really know. I, I wasn't focused on just like the bulge bracket banks or some of these bigger banks. I started with the smaller banks, and I started, you know calling everyone I could um, and I, I really cast a wide net and that's that's would be my first piece of advice is cast a wide net um, don't just focus on you know the, the largest banks um, because if that falls through then you put all your eggs in that basket um, and so when I recruited I, I focused on every single bank and I built up skills with networking that I really think allowed me to be successful throughout the recruiting process um, and that brings me to my next point when you're on the phone and you're talking to someone be as enthusiastic as you can, because if you're talking to someone and they you and they think that you're not interested in that job, they're not going to, um, you know, refer you to that role. But if if you if they can tell how excited and how interested you are when when you're on the phone with them, um, it'll go it'll go a long ways, um, and they'll be they will definitely be more likely to like refer you or put in a good word with you. Yeah, no, I, I think I totally agree with everything that Will said. Um, I'd also like to add that I think that. During recruiting, technicals are a very important aspect at, at many banks, but I also think like crafting your behaviorals and your story is one of the most important things, and I think that also comes with being enthusiastic and confident. So I think both in the interview process as well as the whole networking process, being confident and enthusiastic about the role that you're going to be into, I think is really important because then you're going to come off as you know a kid that's curious and willing to work for these firms and put the hours in. Uh, and I think that you know those are traits that really go a long way throughout the whole interview process. And I think that those are really uh, important things to keep in mind. And, and going off of that, when Mikey and I were um, you know, recruiting, we, while we practiced our technicals, I think um, he would agree that most of our time was spent crafting our behaviorals. I, we'd be in Granger um, throughout the night just, just practicing different behavioral questions. Um, and so when we got to our interviews, I was always very confident in my behaviorals, um, and I was able to, like, 
you know, kind of show my personality through my behaviorals, which I think goes so much further than just answering a technical question, right? Because when you answer a technical, it's just a check in the box. You can't really, you know, show what kind of person you are um, through that. But through your behavioral questions um, and being confident in your behavioral questions, you can really, really um, make an impression and win the interview. Absolutely amazing advice. Thank you so much, you guys. I want to jump into this question. What are you most looking forward to for your internships this summer? Yeah, I can start. I think uh, I'm looking forward to get ba- getting back to New York City. I had a lot of fun there uh, this past summer. And I think additionally, um, so this summer I was a single intern, which was a totally great experience. I was able to get exposure to lots of different people in the company. But I think next summer I'm really looking forward to Having a giant analyst class, I think at Deutsche Bank, it's somewhere in the numbers of like 50 people. So I think it's going to be great for me to kind of have that network, uh, you know, of all, all these people who are interns. Um, and yeah, I think then having that great learning experience is going to be really important. It's going to be taking in a lot of information over 10 weeks, but I think that's really what I'm looking for and really excited for is to just have that learning experience for 10 weeks. And hopefully that can take me, uh, you know, further into my career and after college. Yeah, and I think for me, um, I'm, I'm very excited about the internship for sure. Um, but I'm really, really excited to to live in a big city. You know, I mentioned I'm from a small a small town. Um, it's it's like twenty thousand people, and so Madison's the biggest city I've lived in so far. Um, and this will be my first time living in in New York, so I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. Yay! Thank you so much for sharing that. And so you guys are juniors. I'm wondering what has been your favorite part of college so far. And Madison? I think for me, my favorite part is just the people that I've met um, along the way. <clears throat> I have I had so many great friends from high school, um, and when I got to college, I, I really um, wanted to keep those relationships but also make, make new friends. Um, and so the people I've met in college, I'm forever um, grateful for, and I've, I know I've created lasting, lifelong friendships and relationships. Um, and so I think my favorite part of college is, is the new people I've met um, and the experiences that I've done with with my new friends. Yeah, I think I would totally echo that. I think like the relationships that I've made have been definitely the most influential part of my college experience. I think um, you know being in the dorms was definitely you know a great experience, and I would totally recommend everyone to live <laughs> in the dorms and try to like meet everyone on your floor that you can because you know we had a great group of people on our floor. Mikey and, and I were on the same floor. Yeah, we were on the same floor freshman year, and I think that um, we still have a great friend group from our, our freshman year floor and that we still connect with. And then another thing I'd like to add is uh, one thing that we do in our apartment, it's a uh, tradition, every Monday we cook a different ethnic meal, and I think it's a great way to um, you know, keep the roommate bonding going and you know, try out new foods and like, cook every week, and I think that's definitely been one of my favorite parts of college. And it's a d- tradition that we've been doing since last spring, and uh, you know, we're going to keep doing it until uh, we graduate. We, ju- we just did uh, Caribbean night on Monday. Yeah. Um, I made a, a pretty good jerk chicken. Jerk and salmon. So, yeah, jerk salmon. It was, yeah. it was so fun. But, yeah, um, yeah that is, that's a good point. That's so cool. I love <laughs> that. Thank you guys for sharing that with us. And the last question of this part, how do you keep balance? And, and you, you guys are super hardworking, you, but there's also, like, the relationships that you maintain, you know, having the fun. How do you keep balance between your work, your studies, your college life? Yeah, I think that's a good question, and I think everyone has a different way of doing things. Um, but I think uh, something that is really important, I think, is obviously having, a, like, a calendar, keeping track of, like, when you're having networking calls, when you have class, when you want to have that free time to whether it's 
watching a show, going for a workout, going out to dinner with friends. And I think it's really important to have those gaps where you can really have that free time with either yourself or enjoying time with your friends and taking advantage of everything that Madison has to offer. And I think that, you know, even in times of like recruiting or a semester where you're really busy with classes, I still think that it's really important to make the time for both relationships and make that time for yourself because I think that's mm-hmm. going to go a long way to, you know, prioritize mental health and, you know, prioritize the relationships that you have at college. And I, I totally agree. I think it's it's important for me personally to make goals for myself and set goals for myself outside of my, you know, ad- educational en- endeavors. Um, and so, like, for example, this um, fall, I wanted to run a half marathon. Um, and so I set that goal for myself and naturally – um, I think that helped me kept, keep my balance and, you know, focus on my mental health because I'd have to train for it and I'd have to run for that. Um, and if I was always just doing school, 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 or recruiting, networking, I would get burnt out. I'm just like, um, you know, I think like we all would. I, I can't just do that. And so I, I need to set goals um, for myself um, outside of outside of my schoolwork. And so w- with that, I think I'm able to, you know, maintain my balance um, and keep up with my mental health for sure. I appreciate you guys sharing that again. But we get to the shorter five questions. You guys can take your time with them or answer them quickly. But what is something that motivates you? I think we're probably going to have a pretty similar answer. But uh, I think for me, it's definitely family. I think, like, making my family proud and, like, seeing them happy with the accomplishments that I've had is, like, definitely something that motivates me. And it's something that has motivated me my entire life and I think even more so in college. I think my parents are, you know helping me out with tuition and like helping me out with going to college and you know they've made a lot of sacrifices for me so I think um, you know doing well in school is something that has really been has really made them proud and I think that's what has motivated me throughout college. And I, Mike, was right. We do have a similar answer. Uh, you know, in my entire life, I've seen how hard my parents have worked um, and the sacrifices that they've put in for me. Um, and so I, I wouldn't be where I am today without the help. Um, of both of my parents, um, and they've, they've taught me everything I know about my work ethic um, and, you know, the way I go about my life. Um, and so everything that I do, um, I want to make them proud, and I, I know I have, um, <clears throat> but they are 100% my, my biggest motivation um, in my life. And then the second question is, is there a book or a podcast that you guys would recommend to our audience? <laughs> going to go with the podcast. I think uh, I really, during recruiting, um, so the Spotify rap just came out today, and uh, my number one podcast was The Wall Street Breakfast, and I think like if you're interested in finance or the public markets or just anything in business, I think just having The Wall Street Breakfast and listening to that every day is like really important. Like It's a, ten, it's like a five, ten minute rundown of what's going on in the market, what's kind of happening with the stocks. Um, and I think that was really beneficial for me during recruiting and like having that differentiated opinion on the market and just keeping up to date with little things that are happening every day. And I think that that's definitely a podcast that I would recommend. For me, a podcast that I would recommend, I watch the Son of a Boy Dad podcast every single week. It's a, it's a Barstool Sports podcast um, and it's just it's just kind of comedy, but it's my favorite podcast for sure. Um, and I watch it religiously. I'd recommend it to anyone. Those are super cool. Okay, the third one, one thing you can't live without. <laughs> I think uh, this camp, uh, this this semester, I've realized that <laughs> I can't live without my bike because uh, <laughs> I uh, don't really walk to class anymore. I pretty much bike everywhere. Uh, me and Will, 
made the decision to bike here actually today. So we were running a little late. We were running a little late, so we decided to bring the bike. But this semester, I uh, I have a job, and uh, being able to bike there and like get there in five minutes is definitely uh, saving a lot of time. And I think uh, I'd recommend if if you want to get to class quicker and save yourself <laughs> some time, uh, buying a bike is definitely a worthy investment. One thing I can't live without. It's a good question. I'd say, yeah, music gets me through my day. You know, Spotify, I have my playlists. Um, it's definitely that's a good one. Definitely music. Yeah. That's super cool. Okay, the fourth one. If you had a crystal ball that could tell you something about the future, what would you like to know? It can be anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do. I have one crystal ball for the near future, and I'll do a farther one too. Okay. For the near future, I just want to know whether or not I'm going to pass my econ class. <laughs> this, I, we're struggling right now in, in econ 301, um, <laughs> but I, I think I think we'll be good. Um, but for the far future, I want to know where I'm going to live long term. You know, I'm, I'm from the Midwest, and obviously I'll be um, spending time in New York next summer, and hopefully uh, with the return offer, I'll live there for a little bit. Um, but at some point, I would like to come back to the Midwest or maybe move into a different part of the country or the world. Um, so maybe in 10 years, I'd love to know um, where I'm going to be living. Yeah, that's a good one. I think I'd say something similar. I think I just would like to see where in the world I'm living. I think someday, uh, I know I'm gonna def definitely going to be in New York City for the long term, but I think someday I would definitely like to you know, work abroad, whether that is like London or Sydney. I think that... Um, you know, having that global experience and perspective uh, is something that's important for me. And I think also uh, it would be cool to see kind of how my family's doing, whether it's like my kids or uh, my parents and my siblings, just kind of see how they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys touched on the last question a little bit too, but the last question was where would you be in 10 years? And I wanted you guys to just talk about more about a dream or a goal that you want accomplished. 10 years, so I'm, I'm 21 right now, I'll be 31. Hopefully in 10 years, I'll have um, at least be hopefully married, we'll see. <laughs> um, and, and um, you know, maybe starting a family. Um, as I mentioned, family's the most important thing to me and I'll always put that um, before any work. So that's my, my biggest goal um, is to raise a family um, and so in 10 years, hopefully, hopefully I'm down that track. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think I'm the same. I, uh, hope I'm still in New York city. I think that's the goal. Um, probably stay like in the city, maybe get like, uh, one of those family apartments up there. Um, but yeah, I think definitely would like to start a family. Maybe I'm married, hopefully can, uh, kind of be on that track and start having kids. I think that's something I'm looking forward to, um, 10 years out from now. I love that. I love your answers. And then the very last question we have, this one is the most important one to us, but if you were to go back in time with some weird time machine to the very first day of your life as a college student, what are some things you want to remind your younger self of? What are some things you want to tell him? Any advice? Yeah, I'll start. I, I think that um, something I would tell myself like on the first day of coming to campus is I think 
definitely try to take advantage of what Madison has to offer because like each semester goes by like really quickly. So you're only here for four years. So really like take advantage of what Madison has to offer. And like, obviously you want to do well in classes and like get the internship or job that you want. But I think it's also really important to take advantage of Madison and the relationships that you've made here because, you know, some of the friends that you made here might be on the West coast when you graduate or they're in Europe when you graduate. And these are people that you, you know, go from seeing like, three, four times a week to, you know, maybe once or twice a year. So I think that uh, it's really important to just like take advantage of those relationships and like what you have in Madison. There's so many great restaurants and, you know, bars to try out and you're only here for four years. So um, I think that is something to like really keep in mind. Like when you're studying in on those late nights on Friday, like think about like what you could be doing the next day, like on Saturday. For sure. And I think, You know, when when we're older and we're, you know, looking back on our time in Madison, I don't think that I'm ever going to remember, you know, getting a B on a test or not doing so well on a quiz. What I will remember is the relationships I've made um, and the the things I've done with the people that I I care about. Um, And so I think if I were to give myself some advice, it'd be not to stress so much about school. You know, everything is going to work out the way it's supposed to. and just really, like Mikey said, enjoy your time here because it it, it goes by quick. Um, yeah. We were just talking the other day. We only have like two semesters left um, because we're both going abroad. And so, you know, I it goes by way faster than you'd ever imagine. Um, so I try. I'm gonna try not to say no to anything yeah. from now on. You know, everything is is a yes. Um, and I'm I'm really trying to just you know soak up the rest of my time here. That you guys did absolutely amazing. All your insights and advice were great. So grateful that you guys came to the podcast. Thank you so much again for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you again for having us. It was fun. Yeah, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you have a wonderful day.